So let us start with this prayers. Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminite Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunnevadi Paschate Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advet Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So today we have a very special topic that is achieving real happiness. And this session is dedicated to His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shila Prabhupada, who is a founder acharya of Hare Krishna movement. So in this world, if we see what is a common denominator in the lives of everyone. Is dunya mein hum log dekhen, to log kis cheech ke biche din raat bhaagte hain? So the answer is happiness. If we see in this world, the common denominator which is there in everybody's life is happiness. Everybody is engaged in some activity because everybody is seeking happiness. It is mentioned in the scriptures that our real surupa is anand meo means we all are searching for happiness. So let us see what is happening in this world regarding our happiness. So there was a major agenda of world government uh, summit of 2018. They discussed a lot uh, about happiness. And Yale University has started a happiness course and that became a highest enrolled course. New Delhi government also has made it mandatory to teach happiness curriculum in the schools. Mumbai government also has started some happiness centers. Landmark Retail Group has also started a happiness movement. And IIT Khadakpur has also a center of excellence for science of happiness. So there are a <clears throat> lot of efforts being put so that people in this world can become happy. But if you see in this world, actually everybody is working for happiness. We can see whole world is uh, working day and night so that they all can become happy. But still we see the more people are working hard, People are, instead of becoming happy, they have become more depressed. There is more stress in the in our life, more suicide cases, more anxiety. All these things are increasing a lot. So why it is happening like this? Why we are not able to enjoy that real happiness, although we are working for that happiness? Only? And that is why these initiatives are there in this world, so that people can become happy. So let us see what is happening in this world. Actually, in this world, if you see, everybody is trying to increase pleasure and decrease pain because you can enjoy happiness when there is no pain in your life. So whatever pain is there in our life, we are trying to decrease that and we are trying to increase our pleasure. <clears throat> Just a minute.
so although big big scholars uh big big philosophers are not able to figure out that why all those people are working day and night sab log bahut mehnat kar rahe hain din khush hone ke liye but still people are not happy why it is like that we are not able to figure out but there is a small boy whose name is pralat maharaj his age is only 5 years and he is able to figure out where we are missing out so he says in bhagavatam सुखाय दुख मोक्षा संकल्प इह कर्मिणा सदाप नोति दुखम अनिहाया सुखाव्रता दिस इज अ वेरी फेमस श्लोका इन भागवतम सेवेंथ चैप्टर सॉरी सेवेंथ कैंटो सेवेंथ चैप्टर फोर्टी सेकेंड वर्स इज सुखाय दुखा मोक्षा इन दिस वर्ल्ड एवरीबडी इज वर्किंग फॉर वॉट टू इंक्रीज इज सुखा एंड डिक्रीज दुखा एंड एज सुन एज दे टेक संकल्प संकल्प इह कर्मिणा whenever they take sankalpa that oh i want to increase my happiness my happiness will increase by purchasing a new house so they start working for new house they start working for a new car something new in their life so as soon as they take sankalpa for that new thing in their life what happens sadap nuti ya dukham anihaya sukhavrata as soon as they take sankalpa for some material happiness dukha comes in their life instead of sukha it actually brings dukha in their life that is how it happens so pralad maharaj says in bhagavatam in this material world every materialist desires to achieve happiness and diminish distress therefore he acts accordingly actually however one is happy as long as one does not endeavor for happiness now this is something which is very controversial which we may not be able to conceive how it is happening in our life as soon as one begins his activities for happiness his conditions of distress begin so this we can see if you want a new house you have to take some distress you have to work hard you have to earn more money you you need a good bank balance but for that you have to take dukha you have to work hard so that brings actually distress in the beginning and even when we get that thing that happiness sustains for just a short time that is a flickering happiness which is there just like we can uh, sometime back one devotee shared this article with me overwork and over medicated us ranks as third most depressed nation in the world so us is considered to be most developed country in the world and why because people are working very hard lot of advancement is happening in the country but pralad maharaj says the more you work hard for material advancement it will bring more dukha in your life which is the truth as per bhagavatam as per our scriptures and after us who is the second number the most developed country that is china and then india is also not behind because india is trying to become the most developed country so they are also working very hard the more you work hard actually it is bringing bringing more stress more depression in this world this is the reality of this creation what prahlad maharaj is sharing not even adults even youngsters are going through a lot of depression cases especially if i talk about india we have one place called kota in rajasthan which is considered to be the education hub for you know uh, youngsters those who are preparing for iit exams and other entrance exams so today kota has become the societal capital of the country every month we hear some suicide cases of youngsters committing suicide in kota 
and this is now everywhere in the world <clears throat> this is from time magazine between 2009 2017 the rates of depression among the kids age, ages 14 to 17 increased by more than 60% so today we see there is a lot of pressure on youngsters they have to achieve something big especially in india we see parents they want their children to aspire for big big things and they work very hard but what happens actually they end up getting into depression they do understand the guna and karma they do something which is not <clears throat> as per the karma so that is why in india in our vedic culture the philosophy of life was different the philosophy of life was uttam kheti madhyam ban adam chakri bhignita this was a statement of uh, earlier people who were following vedic culture the top most engagement for human beings was considered to be farming now somebody may ask oh why farming <laughs> why not doing job and other activities business and first uh topmost engagement engagement was considered to be farming or agriculture okay if you cannot do farming second level was considered to be business okay you do some business on your own but be independent that was our vedic culture if you cannot do business you cannot do uh farming then the third class engagement was you accept some job adam chakri bhik nidan if somebody used to accept some job at that time in our vedic culture he is to be considered like a beggar as if he is begging in front of others please give me some job that was a understand that was a mentality of people some thousands of years back when people used to follow vedic culture why uttam kheti because in farming the concept of life was simple living and high thinking so in farming you have to work only for 3 to 4 months in a year and rest of the year you will get enough food for your family and you can keep some cows for milk and that's it you can maintain your entire family for entire year and you have to work for just 3 to 4 months okay we can work for 3 to 4 months then rest of the year rest of the time was meant for spiritual advancement because krishna explains as we have discussed earlier also deinosmi yatha dehe komaram yogunam jara तथा देहंतरा प्राप्ति धीरे सत्रि वी आर नॉट दिस बॉडी वी आर स्पिरिट सोल्स सोल कैन नॉट बी हैप्पी बाय मटीरियल हैप्पीनेस सोल कैन ओनली बी सेटिस्फाइड एंड हैप्पी व्हेन इट गेट्स स्पिरिचुअल हैप्पीनेस सो अर्लियर इन अवर वेदिक कल्चर पीपल यूज टू एंगेज मोर इन स्पिरिचुअल एक्टिविटीज सो दैट दे कैन बी एक्सपीरियंस रियल सेटिस्फेक्शन पीस ऑफ माइंड बट बिकॉज टूडे देर इज मोर ऑफ मटीरियल एंगेजमेंट देर इज नो स्पिरिचुअल एंगेजमेंट फॉर द सोल सोल इज नॉट सेटिस्फाइड एंड हैप्पी इन दिस क्रिएशन propaji give example just like fish out of water you take out fish out of water the fish is always struggling is bereft of real happiness similarly we all are spiritual beings in, inside this material body but we are all are hankering for spiritual happiness so that is why in our vedic culture the topmost engagement was farming or agriculture because people wanted to save their time for spiritual engagement today what is the scenario we don't have time if i ask you to read bhagavad gita chant it's very difficult to take you know take some time out but actually that is a real happiness that is a real peace of mind and that is what we want in our life so pralad maharaj again says in the seventh canto tat prayaso na kartavyo yata ayu vaya param na tata vindate shema mukunda charanam bujam he says very important statement these are not ordinary statements uh, pralad maharaj is a mahajana he is exalted personality in scriptures Mentioned it is there. 
endeavors merely for sense gratification or material happiness through economic development are not to be performed for they result only in loss of time and energy with no actual profit if one's endeavors are directed towards krishna consciousness that is spiritual engagement spiritual advancement one can surely attain spiritual platform of self realization there is no such benefit from engaging oneself in economic development so why not economic development why not material advancement because material advancement actually it depends on your karma there is something called destiny you may work hard but based on your destiny you will get the fruits of your activities so what happens because everybody considers that they can achieve something which is beyond their destiny they work hard and there is frustration so we have to understand our material there are some material laws which are working there is something called destiny in this world it is not that people are not working hard everybody works hard in this world but they get as per their destiny so where we have to work hard should we become lazy if we don't do anything no we should work hard but we have to work hard in a direction where we can make spiritual advancement that is the purpose of human form of life human form of life is meant for athato brahma jigyasa that is mentioned bhagavatam vyasa ji right first shloka in bhagavatam spiritual life is a main engagement for human life so let us understand all of us are working for material happiness hum log sabhi bhautik sukh ke piche bhag rahe hain let us understand what is this material happiness for which we are working day and night very hard let us understand from the scripture is there any happiness in this material happiness let us understand so there are some principles which are shared in bhagavatam and other scriptures what is what are this happiness which we are trying to enjoy in this material world the first level of happiness is called indriya priti the engagement the happiness which we enjoy through our senses indriyo ke through jo hum log sukh bhogte hain second level of happiness is called brahma sukha or the sukha of liberation when a jiva becomes liberated and bhakti rasamrita is the happiness which we enjoy when we engage in bhakti or devotion service to god so these are three types of happiness but first we will discuss about material happiness material happiness means with the happiness which we enjoy through our senses through this body so here we will try to understand what are the main principles which are behind material happiness why people are not happy although they are working very hard for material happiness let us understand these principles so generally we enjoy this happiness through our five senses and let us understand what krishna says in bhagavad gita so krishna says this material happiness is actually mental concoction second is it is like itching third is this material happiness is like salt fourth is this material happiness is like a coin just like coin has two faces it is like that fifth is this material happiness will come on its own accord when there is something called karma which is involved in that so i will explain everything in detail now so these are five principles which are explained in bhagavad gita to make us understand why this material happiness is not real happiness first principle mentioned bhagavatam adas scriptures this material happiness is mental concoction ye kya hai hamare मानसिक स्तर पे ही है जो सुख हम लोग पाना चाहते हैं वाइट इज मेंटल कॉम्पॉक्शन सो देर आर मेनी एग्जाम्पल्स इन दिस प्रकृति वेयर बाई वी कैन सी एक्चुअली द 
the happiness what we are searching in this world is not there. The example in Prakriti which is given here is example of a pig or a hog. Just like if you see a pig or a hog, they live in a filthy place and they eat all kinds of rubbish. But you, if you ask a pig whether he is suffering or enjoying, the pig will say, I am not suffering. I am enjoying my life. How you can say I am suffering? And if you prepare a very nice halwa in desi ghee, something nice, which we enjoy eating, you offer to that pig, pig will not accept. Because in his mind, he is thinking what he is eating, that is the best food for him. That is the best happiness, what he can enjoy. So as we know, soul is traveling different bodies. We first session discussed the first session. When the soul gets this body of a pig. So pig eats all kinds of rubbish, filthy things and stays in those you know, things. And still, if you ask a pig whether pig is enjoying or suffering, the pig will say, I am enjoying my life. I am enjoying heavenly pleasures. Why? Because of mental concoction. So actually, in that object, there is no happiness. The things which a pig is eating, there is no happiness in that. All of us know that. But pig, because of this mental concoction, he is thinking like that, he is enjoying. Similarly, in case of camels, camels eat thorny bushes, cactus plants in their life. So when they eat these cactus plants, there are a lot of thorns which are there. Somebody may wonder why they eat all these things. There is nothing in there inside this you know, cactus plants and thorny bushes. So what happens when they eat these cactus plants, there are a lot of thorns which are there and they prick inside the mouth of a camel and the blood comes out in the mouth. So the camels, they think there is a lot of juice which is coming out from these cactus plants and they start eating more and more. More they eat, more the blood comes out in the mouth and they think they are enjoying their life. So material happiness is nothing. Sometimes we might be losing our own blood, but we think we are enjoying this life. But actually, there is something called mental concoction we have to understand. So if you ask again, camel, are you enjoying? Camel will say, yes, I am enjoying highest level of pleasure. And for this cactus plants, they work very hard. Thinking that my master will feed me nicely with cactus plants. Thinking that these cactus plants are giving me happiness. This is called mental concoction. Actually, happiness is not there in the object. Happiness is there in the mind. We are thinking we are enjoying. So we can see from the prakriti, from nature, we can see this material happiness is illusion actually. Another principle, as mentioned in the scripture, it is like itching. Sometimes we get itches, correct, in our body and we like to itch. But if you start itching, initially you will get some pleasure. But after that, what will happen? The blood will start coming out. You may actually uh, create more problems for yourself. So material happiness is considered to be like a fire. Fire means our senses are demanding some pleasure. If you think you will you know, enjoy your senses and your senses will become satisfied. Actually, it's the other way around. Just like 
if you want to extinguish fire, if you put oil in fire, what will happen? The fire will increase or decrease? Fire will increase more and more. So more we enjoy our senses, more our senses will demand further engagement. It is not that if we are enjoying our senses, our senses will stop demanding. No, senses will demand more and more. Further they will demand. And it is like pouring oil in fire. Senses will never be satisfied. So, in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Yehi sansparsha ja bhoga dukha yona evate adi antavant kaantya nateshu ramate budaha. Buddha ka matlab kya hota hai? Jo intelligent person hai. Krishna kya bolte hai? An intelligent person does not take part in the sources of misery which are due to contact with the material senses. Krishna is not saying it is a source of enjoyment. Krishna is saying the other way around. Actually, the any material sense enjoyment we do is a cause of dukkha. Just like in case of a fish. Fish is not able to control her tongue. And because of uncontrolled tongue, a fish loses her life. Similarly, in case of other animals also, they lose their life because of uncontrolled senses. In our case, we also have senses. If our senses are not controlled, we also lose our life. And big, big leaders have lost everything in their life because of uncontrolled senses. Another principle is called material happiness is compared to like a salt. Just like salt, you cannot eat more than required. But you have to eat also. You need salt. But It is like that. So material happiness is also like salt. But Krishna says, O son of Kunti, such pleasures have a beginning and end. And so the wise man does not delight in them. So material happiness means material happiness is addictive in nature. enjoy No, we can become addictive. Or addictive we will become satisfied. We are not satisfied. Even though we are enjoying number of times, we are still not satisfied. So material happiness is addictive in nature, does not satisfy us, and we keep hankering for more and more. Thinking that one day I will become satisfied. So this material happiness is limited to this material body, but this material body also has limitation. This material body one day will become old and you will not be able to enjoy our senses nicely. So material happiness, what happens? There is a beginning, like a salt, you cannot take more than required. Correct? So the example is, suppose you go to a marriage party, marriage program, somewhere you go outside and then you saw your favorite gulab jamun or some any other sweet and you start eating. So initially that gulab jamun will give you pleasure for some time. After one, two, three gulab jamun, five gulab jamun, slowly, slowly, that same gulab jamun will become source for your misery. If somebody then offers you again one more gulab jamun, you say, no, 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 we don't, I don't want more. 
So what will happen is like that. So there is something called point of diminishing returns. We start enjoying something. Initially, that sense object gives us a lot of pleasure. It appears to be very promising to us. But after certain, you know, level of enjoyment, there is something called point of diminishing returns. Same thing will stop giving you enjoyment. This is the nature of material enjoyment. Just like suppose you are reading newspaper. So initially you will start reading the newspaper, thinking some pleasure, there is some pleasure, I will read paper. But after reading the newspaper, again you will not like to read it again. Or hearing a song for a long time. Again and again you are hearing a song because you are liking that music. But after some time there will be a point of diminishing returns. You will stop enjoying that same material object, sense object. And in fact that object will start giving you distress. You will not enjoy that more. Because there is something called point of diminishing returns. So ultimately if somebody is little intelligent he will understand that there is no satisfaction behind the pleasure where we are running. Another principle of material happiness, it is like a coin. Just like coin ke do faces hote it is like that. So material happiness means, suppose you are supporting Indian team and you are enjoying because your team is winning. So for you, that is a cause for enjoyment, that cricket match. But for the fans of the losing team, for them, it is a cause for misery. They are not enjoying that same cricket match. You are enjoying. So similarly, any material happiness we see, you have to go through some distress or somebody has to go through some distress for your happiness. So in this world, somebody enjoys and somebody suffers. That is a Equation of material happiness. Just like a dentist. Suppose he has started a new clinic. Now for him, this dental clinic has to become source of happiness for that business has to run nicely. And to run his business, he needs more customers. More customers means more patients. So patients means patients, they are going through misery. Dentist is enjoying if he is getting more customers. But what about the customers? Are they also enjoying going to the clinic? Oh, we will go to a dental clinic today. We will go through root canal. Oh, very nice. No, they are going through miseries. So coin has two faces. Doctor may might be enjoying or oh, my business is growing nicely. But customers are not enjoying. Although they are in the same clinic. So that is how it happens in this world. Another principle of material happiness is that you may work very hard for your happiness but your happiness will come on its own accord. Based on your karma, you will enjoy that happiness. Not more than that. If it is there in your karma to enjoy only 10 units of happiness, you may work for 20 units but you will get only 10 units of your life. And if somebody's karma is good, destiny Even if he works for 5 units of happiness, he will get 20 units of happiness. That is how the things happen in this world. So somebody who is very intelligent, 
he will not over endeavor for material happiness he will understand that i will get what is there in my destiny that much only i have to work rest of time i should save for my spiritual happiness that is going to satisfy me so just like newton he was a good thinker he was very intelligent and he observed there are some laws which are working that is why he gave this law of gravitation it was not that you know apples were not falling earlier apples were falling earlier also from the trees but newton observed it with lot of knowledge thinking he used his intelligence that why these things are happening there is some law which is acting in this world similarly if you observe this world externally it may appear like very you know glittering and there is lot of hope for happiness something is there but if somebody spend some time thinks what is actually happening in this world whether people are really enjoying after working so much hard if they are putting this much of effort whether they are getting this much of happiness or not just like there is a very famous uh just under very famous writer dale carnegie correct he has written very famous books how to win friends how to influence people and is very famous for uh develop relationships with people and how to influence people how to develop friendship with others but very few people know about his personal life so dale carnegie although he inspired entire world with his books how you can win friends how you can make more friends how you can inspire people how you can influence people but in his personal life he went through two divorces and he died by committing suicide in his life because he didn't had a single friend with whom he could have shared something and he became very depressed in his life we talk about big big leaders correct abraham lincoln top most leader in the world top most country us but if we study his life entire life is went through depression entire life his life was filled with depression like that if we understand the reality of this material world we will see a different picture of this world because today the world is driven by facebook accounts we see all those faces on instagram facebooks but we don't understand the reality of this world we see in india itself lot of bollywood actors they go through lot of depression and many of them sometimes they commit suicide take to intoxication all those things but if we see their instagram pages we see facebook accounts as if they're enjoying the topmost level of pleasures in their life so like that we have to understand what is the solution for real happiness for that we will understand how this body is working so we are sitting in a chariot we have 
horses in a chariot, which are compared to senses. Reins of the horses are compared to mind. The driver uh, is compared to the intelligence. And the person who is sitting as passenger is a spirit soul. So we are spirit souls. We are not his body. We are not his senses. We are not his driver. We are free, you know, away from this gross and subtle body. So just imagine if the horses of the chariot are running in their own direction and the driver has no control over the horses, what will happen to the passenger? Correct? His life is in a mess, miserable life. So that is what exactly which is happening in our life. We have no control over our mind and senses. Because we are thinking if we let loose our senses and mind, we will enjoy happening in this world. But that is not how we are going to experience real happiness. Our real happiness lies when we have control over our mind and senses. When the soul is taking charge of our entire life. When the soul is enjoying real spiritual happiness. So for that, what we have to do, we have to understand that the Lord has brought a concept of Sankirtan. Sankirtan means the chanting of holy names of the Lord. When we chant the holy name of the Lord and when we engage in Sankirtan, then what happens? This hearing of the holy name of the Lord, this process nourishes our spirit soul and we are able to enjoy real spiritual happiness. We are able to make real spiritual advancement. We, can do, we cannot do any other type of austerity in this Kaljuga, in this Yuga, because we are physically, mentally not that much strong as people were earlier in other Yugas. We cannot do any physical austerity. We cannot do any mental austerity by asking you to read all the Vedas, scriptures, understand. So we don't have time. We don't have that kind of intelligence. So in this Kaljuga, Lord has very mercifully brought this concept of chanting of the holy name by which all of us can experience real happiness, what we are searching for in this world. And this is our real purpose of life. Real goal of life is to enjoy spiritual happiness. Lord never says that our life is not meant for happiness. No, our life is meant for happiness. We are meant to enjoy. Anand me abhyasa. Hame anand ke liye bane hai. Lekin kaun sa anand ke liye bane hai? Adhyatmik anand. Spiritual happiness. That we can enjoy only in association of devotees. Only in association of Lord. Not without his association. Not without reading Bhagavad Gita. Not without following instruction of Bhagavad Gita. So all of us need guidance. We all need a leader in our life. We need somebody to follow in our life. We all are following somebody in our life. Maybe unknowingly. We all are following somebody in our life. So Krishna says that we have to follow him because he is the real spiritual leader for our life. And following a leader means following his instructions. So Lord has given instructions in the form of Bhagavad Gita. So in the sense, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Man mana bhava mat bhakto, mandhya ji maam namaskuru, maam vaishasi satyam te prati jane priyosin. So he says in the 18th chapter that when we engage our mind, 
ಮದ್ಭಕ್ತೋಸ್ಟಿಸ್ಫೈಡ್ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುಲ್ಲಿ and the real constitution of the soul is that we all are created by god and we are created by god so that we can render service to him when we render service to him in that way we can enjoy real happiness and real pleasure what we are searching in this material world so either we have to serve our mind and senses or we have to serve god we have to select what we want to serve by serving our mind and senses we can see uh this illusory happiness which is there in this world and when we serve god we can actually experience real spiritual happiness which can give us real satisfaction and peace of mind so ecstasy is only available by spiritual indulgence material nature cannot give us everlasting happiness which our heart is searching for so this was projected by Krishna himself when he appeared in the form Chaitanya Mahaprabhu 500 years back in a place called West Bengal he personally projected what kind of happiness we can enjoy when we engage in his devotion service the ecstasy what we can enjoy in spiritual happiness is not possible in our material life so how to experience real happiness in our case we have to do very two important activities we have to first of all acquire divine knowledge we have to every day basis read bhagavad gita spare some 15 20 minutes every day we can spend this much of time and we have to chant the holy name of the lord hari krishna mahamantra which i have already shared with all of you earlier also so if we do this two activities by doing this two activities all of us on daily basis can enjoy this spiritual happiness this satisfaction for which we are hungry definitely we cannot change everything in the world we cannot go back to the very culture right now we cannot change our circumstances but at least we can spare 30 minutes of our day so that at least there is some nourishment for the spirit soul which is hankering for this so real happiness in this material so i will end here if somebody has any question then you can share you can raise your hands if you have some questions what do you, what do you consider activities to attain spiritual happiness apart from prayers so spiritual happiness can be attained by devotional service devotional service is when we sacrifice anything for the pleasure of the god so whatever we do we can connect our activities with god suppose we are eating everyday food so that food what we are eating we can offer to lord and then we can take that food that food will become spiritualized it will give us spiritual happiness also then uh, you know many engagements are there in this world just like somebody likes to sing so people generally sing material songs now there are a lot of spiritual songs which are there for the pleasure of the lord which are called vaishnava songs vaishnava songs mean the songs which are composed by vaishnavas acharyas so when we sing those songs we are actually engaging our singing ability for the pleasure of the lord similarly uh, somebody is a good painter artist they can you know make good nice paintings for the pleasure of the lord 
like that all our activities can be doubted for the pleasure of the lord when we do that we can experience real happiness it is this is how we experience spiritual life in the sense we have to connect ourselves with god for everything in our life suppose you are running a business so right now the business is meant for our sense gratification for our enjoyment but when we connect the results of our business for the pleasure of the lord if we sacrifice something for the pleasure of the lord that business becomes spiritualized so in the sense nirbandhe krishna sambandhe yukta vairagya uchyate so we have to connect all our activities with krishna in that we only we can be happy and satisfied because ultimately krishna says bhoktaram jagat tapasam sarva loka maheshwaram surdam sarva bhutanam gyatvam shanti vrichyati bhoktaram means actually everything belongs to lord that is a real understanding of this creation we all have come in this material world but actually everything belongs to lord nothing belongs to us he is a real proprietor so when we are engaging everything what is given by him only in his service then that gives us real happiness and research so if we cannot do anything at least two important engagement for us that is chanting and reading bhagavad gita okay anybody has any other question okay so thank you very much for coming hope all of you have started chanting at least one mala of hari krishna mahamantra uh, unless until we start one mala of hari krishna mahamantra we will not be able to enjoy this session means the real benefit of sessions is that if we are able to uh, chant at least one mala of hari krishna mahamantra i have already shared one video in the group also how to chant and uh, you can purchase one mala japa beads from nearby any hari krishna temple and all of you can start chanting So thank you very much for coming for today's session Hare Krishna